0: see it. Love your racket, son.
1: You got a racket, too. I got a racket, too. It's black. Sword fight. <laughs> yeah. My racket is blue and yellow, and it's hard and full of strings.
0: <laughs> my, my racket is no, long. No, I don't want I, I, I to break this. I'm not, not going to say anything bad. How so you was your day today?
1: I was all right. It was yeah. all right,
0: not okay. Yeah. It was all right. It wasn't great. Mine was it great. Was
1: right. It wasn't awesome. I started a ketogenic diet today.
0: You got, you got on that train, huh? Yes, sir. I, Were I, I joined by the hype, me? you know what I'm saying? What you inspired by? By you? What about how my outcome? Yeah! On a ketogenic diet? Yeah.
1: You were big back in the day, but now, man, we're that. to you, right? Yes. So, you know, low the carbohydrates and all of that stuff, you know, and then now to eventually zero, switching to higher fats and healthy proteins and working out ah, hour and a half every day. Look at you training. breaking down every... Yes, sir. Um, I want to be as sexy okay. as you. Thank you. Right?
0: You, you'll get there someday. So what do you think so, of the Bulletproof coffee don't like it. Are you taking it?
1: Bulletproof? Or are you drinking it? I tasted it once, but I don't like it because number one, it's just full of calories. So I I like my coffee black, just so you guys know. Black, no sugar, and using our uh, Hype mug. This is the Hyper mugs, by the way, just so you guys know. Just because once you go black. Okay, oh. we were talking a little bit about attrition. It, now it's time to talk about a guest. The yes. reason why we got we got uh, rackets here, it's a squash racket because we got a guest who is number 24 ranked in the world. 24. Right. A couple of seasons ago. And she, again. we got a, we got a female guest today. Yes, we do. And she was also number one in America. That's she was, up. right. And I'm holding
0: something very special right now, so. It's, That's
1: uh, her, um, like, favorite racket, I 2016, And is this right. is like her university racket. So we're going to hold it with proper care and all of that stuff.
0: Representing, representing guys. okay, just so you know. Do you ever play
1: this, this
0: sport? I tried it once. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I I I was telling you earlier, my mom used to play squash. Yeah. And I never understood why she was always playing against the wall. And I was young. And I tried
1: it once. Yeah. And, I, I, and you're bad. Yeah, That's really bad. Straight away. All I can say is, uh, the the wall one. It be. is weird. Okay. Yeah. You know what? Enough of that. Enough about that. It's time to introduce our guest. So, without further ado, please welcome. The one and only. Thanks for joining us. Kanzi Alde, brother. Yeah. Thank you very much for coming. Thank you for being part of
2: show. Welcome. Thanks Thank for you. joining the hype. You Thank doing? you for that uh, really entertaining, entertaining intro. <laughs> How you doing? Good, good. Great. Amazing. Can I still hold this up? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey,
1: look, exactly. look at the like camera. See but look. Now you see me, now you don't. Ooh. All right, Kansy. first of all, thanks for joining the show. Um, I'm sure you're having a good time. I just like what you said, so.
0: What's going on with
2: you now? What's uh what's new? What's
1: happening? So, what's, what's cracking? <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I've actually been uh, using the, you know, the whole COVID-19 situation and the whole lockdown and quarantine. I've been really, really using it to my favor. Okay. And uh, a lot of people have been, uh, a lot of people that I know personally have been going into that. There's like deeper and deeper hole of getting depressed and ordering food every day and watching Netflix and, you know, being unemployed. And it's really easy to get sucked in into that hole.
0: It, it, it eats you up
1: psychologically. Exactly, yeah. exactly
2: and all of a sudden you wake up 3 months later and you're like what have i done you know i'm i've wasted 3 months exactly doing you're absolutely nothing 3
1: months and you've gained like what 9 <laughs> pounds of pure
2: fat exactly so <laughs> so i've uh, i've been i've been really using this time to work on myself really focus on my workouts on my sport okay. i bought a dog so uh oh, what kind of dog is this? it's a pug He's like oh, my whole right. life oh, right those, now. Those,
0: those men on black dogs, you know,
2: the ones Not like them, the re- 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 the really Yo, yeah, hold the, hold the really small pugs. Pugs are like bulldogs too, right? Yeah, sort of. The ones with the big Cuter. eyes, right? Yo, I like I like pugs,
1: they're cutest. They're what? cute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. So
2: yeah, no, it's been it's been say, great. I was great. about to say
1: they they they're, they're, they're as cute as me. Yes, they <laughs> are. I can imagine. I'd love to have a job. Yeah, with so you it. had a you that would happened.
2: Yeah, so I've been my quarantine has actually been like I would say those were the most productive three months of the last I would say even seven years. So right. it's been it's been a really, really, really productive time.
0: Like when you found out that you were gonna stay in, in lockdown for a few months, yeah. What was the first thing that you thought of? Like? So
2: actually it was very interesting because right before lockdown I had my dream job. Okay. I was the project manager for the Expo Pavilion. Um, oh. uh, the Saudi the Saudi pavilion for expo but i hadn't started yet so i just got the job and i was supposed to start in a couple of days and then the whole corona thing happened yeah so So, (laughs) it's funny because sometimes you really even even though you you get what you've been dreaming of your whole life you can wake up the next day and it's all gone it it, it really works so so yeah, this was my reaction. I was bummed for a couple of days, but okay. then I woke up one day and I was like, you know what, I'm not gonna sit home and do nothing. And I work in the events industry right. and I also play squash. And those two yeah. things were completely on hold. Okay. So,
0: uh, w- w- sorry to cut you off. Uh, were you still, uh, the job is still there for you or? I'm uh, not sure like because
2: the- expo got postponed a lot. So to, to next they year, will. Right? yeah, yeah a, a bit more than one year. So I'm not sure where I'm gonna be at that time. I mean, okay. I think I would be able to get I'm sure you Similar right. type of job, yeah, at sure. that time, right. but we'll we'll see. we'll see. So,
1: three months, lockdown, you know, uh, because of this coronavirus situation, like all of us has been affected. She's been staying home, you know what she's been doing? She's been pugging around, <laughs> you know, because uh, she had like a pug, huh? uh, <laughs> she's been pugging around. Yeah, okay, yeah. so. Let's talk a little bit about your background. So you're an event manager. You're also a host. You know, you MC, whatever you want oh. to call it, speaker. Yeah, MC, MC. So. Yeah, we okay. work together. We're gonna we're gonna uh, tackle that a little bit later on. So tell us a little bit, a little bit about um how was like growing up. Where are you originally from, by the way?
2: So I'm originally from Egypt. Right. And I grew up my whole life there and i started playing squash at a very young age and always, people always ask me why squash yeah because exactly, it's my the best sport in egypt it's so successful all really? the top players in the world are all egyptian wow so that's good. it's and good. i think you know i wrote my i wrote my, uh, <laughs> I wrote my uh, <laughs> yeah exactly Al-Masri. yeah yeah um, i wrote my thesis about this actually in college because i i really wanted to know the core reason of why squash is so dominant in egypt okay and my conclusion was because it's tied to nationalism so egypt is economically really behind politically it's completely but it's messed super up
1: rich in history though
2: of course of but, like, course
1: egyptian history is just Amazing. Of
0: course, yeah a, yeah. Lot, yeah, a lot of a lot of our history and the world history derives yeah. from the history of
2: Egypt. Hundred you know? percent, yeah. But if you look at the sports history of Egypt, soccer is the most you know it's the most popular sport in the world. Right, right. The soccer team in Egypt has only qualified for the World Cup twice in history. Both of them they lost in the first or second match. So, if you look at sports success in general in Egypt, squash right. is the only sport where you can actually. Get opportunities abroad to either go, you know, continue your studies abroad, or you can go, you can make money, you can be professionally ranked, you can be, you can actually make it, you can be number one in the world if you if you wanted to. Talking about
1: talking about uh, uh, (coughs) excuse me, opportunities. That's also the reason why you went to the states, right? Exactly. And you stayed for like how many years?
2: Six and a half, almost. And
1: you played squash for which university?
2: Trinity College.
1: Okay, so you got a scholarship or
2: something? Yeah, it's it. They wow. don't offer full scholarships, but right. it's a financial aid. Wow, well, yeah.
1: that's okay. good. I mean, that's yeah. so how
2: it how it happened is that I grew up in Egypt, right? Started playing squash when I was seven.
1: Yeah.
2: Turned pro at twelve. And twelve years old. Twelve. Yeah. yeah, yeah, twelve. She's
0: that good. She's inspiring me to go, Joe Jackson, on my children.
1: Hey, <laughs> I, I promise after this, I'm gonna play squash tonight. Mm-hmm. Not be like. I'm gonna go different country and play squash and stuff.
0: I'll be there to cheer.
2: <laughs> yeah. So um, and my parents were were really supportive. So they yeah. they just basically. Taught me to travel on my own okay. because you know it's so much, it's so much, it's more expensive if they travel with me each time How over old the you coach. When
1: you to I
2: started, I started traveling first to tournaments internationally, completely on my own. I would go to like Pakistan, India when I was like 14 to play tournaments. Really? Yeah, yeah, like, completely nobody. on nothing. Not even like Just a manager or something. Nothing, nothing, nothing. So who would like take care of you? So you, you, when you the tournament, right? They there's a there's a hotel for the tournament. There are courts for the tournament. There are, yeah. there are other players coming from all over the world. Right. You're always staying in the same hotel. So it really taught me to be independent. Wow. So when I when I turned seventeen, graduated mm-hmm. high school. I made the decision that I wanted to be a full-time professional athlete. Ashallah. I was 35, 35th in the world at the time. 17. At the time. Yeah.
1: 17 so I was old. like, you know
2: what? I'm not going to college. I'm going to play full-time professional because That's I true. want to be number one in the world. And yeah. in Egypt, it's very common for girls specifically to you know, just go in at any college and put their name and not necessarily attend because they really want to focus on their dream of squash. And there's nothing wrong with that. They just chose that specific path.
0: No, there isn't. I love it, you know, because um, a lot of people that are always, you you know, you read it all over social media, all the quotes or never give up, uh, always aim to be number one, all these motivational stuff. Right. So it's inspiring, really, because I mean myself, I'm talking about myself. I always had a vision and a goal that I wanted to be somewhere, but halfway through, a train will come and hit me. Boom! And all of a sudden, I need to focus on something else. You
1: know, I could could, uh, relate a little bit to that, because the same thing happened to me in college. Hey, just so you know, I was a basketball player in college too. (laughs) Yeah, full scholarship. (laughs) But I was a basketball player, I had a scholarship and all that You got any videos? What? You got videos? Nah, there was no social media back then. (laughs) And you would never see me play because I was a bench warmer. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I use I use basketball, you know, to get scholarship and all that. And mm-hmm. then now we're here mm-hmm. and uh we're talking about you. Let's not
2: talk about. Us. Okay, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's all about her. Okay, us today. so continuing. So yeah, I, please, ma'am, please continue. <laughs> so I, I told my parents, you know what? I'm not going to college. I don't care. I'm playing professionally, I'm and they were like, sport. absolutely not. <laughs> so uh everything happens for a reason at right. that time i went to america to play the world uh junior championship but okay. hold on a
1: second what made you go to states Did so Dubai yeah invite you or no what?
2: so th- so this is this is what i'm saying so i was playing uh, the world junior championship in the u.s okay and it was my first big 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 tournament in america and universities there they send recruits and scouts okay to scout players and i was recruited by yale initially wow, so the coach wow. came up to me and she was like I went to a french high school right so my english at the time was zero like i could yeah. barely introduce myself so she came up to me and she was like uh i didn't even know what a scout was i didn't even know what an ivy league was who are you who is yale right. what are yale, you talking Yale's about
1: part, I yeah you know, so, so she I
2: comes remember. up to me and you know oh, she takes me you. in a corner and she's like you know we've, we've been watching you for a while you play professionally we've been watching you throughout this whole tournament right. we want you to come to our college and i was like what are you talking about <laughs> yeah you're professional. i was like i'm gonna go play, play fresh squash what are you talking about but then I started to understand what Yale was, and because I was in America at that time, I had the opportunity to go visit Yale. Right.
1: Yeah.
2: And initially, this is where I I got into Yale, and this is where I was supposed to go. But. Okay. It wasn't what I wanted in terms of goals because right. academically it's extremely challenging and then squash wise they weren't that great. Yeah, okay. so physically so, and then
1: mentally you're going to become a trained. Right? Yeah.
2: So I ended up the reason why I chose Trinity College because it was one of the, it is the best squash uh, college in America okay. and in the world. Wow. Really? So you got the best yeah, yeah, where, best program. Is, where
1: is it all located by the
2: way? Uh Hartford, Connecticut. Okay. Yeah. So went there.
1: Connecticut, it's not Connecticut. Okay. Yeah. Connecticut. There's some people like, oh yeah, Connecticut. No, it's Connecticut. Yeah, I went right? to
0: America to Connecticut. Okay.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> went, oh, you know, I went to Connecticut and played squash in there. You know. <laughs>
2: yeah, whatever. Yeah. So I end up going there, and this is how I uh, this is how I end up in in America. So um, how long did you play for school? Four years. Full for the entire four years, yeah.
0: Was it a full scholarship? Did they get the, you Yeah,
2: so they they offer you a, uh, like a really generous financial aid. Okay. Yeah, like and... hundred
1: thousand dollars.
0: <laughs> so, but, but the financial aid is like my financial aid was like we'll offer you financial aid, but for the next twenty years we own you.
1: Yeah. No, no, it was it was good. It was good.
2: Okay. Um, and okay. Then, yeah.
1: so when you were in school, what co- um, what course did you take?
2: So I double majored and minored. I double majored in international studies and French, and I minored in urban studies. Michonne wow. Wall. so yeah so
0: double majored double major squash
1: double majored, major uh, double minor and some single singles and triples <laughs> <laughs> no but hey you know what it's impressive hey that's i was i was supposed to say that uh, like hats off you know what i'm saying like that's it is it, uh,
0: what you did crazy. is what a lot of people want to do but you reached at that point where you hit a wall you basically went right through the wall and said you know what i'm going to do this oh, thank for me you. double major uh, double minor. Whenever I think of one major, I'm like, shit, it's going to take me four years to finish this. You yeah, know what? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to Double it and
1: single. You ever want to do like triple something? <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? I admire that. Like, right. she's smart. She's good as an athlete and she's smart as you, right? Feeding my
2: ego nonstop today. I love it.
1: <laughs> no, but you know what I'm saying? Like, not everybody can do what you're doing. What's thank your you did, that fast. So, yeah, um, after playing for school, did you like... Jump back to the pro level again, or how yeah, it work? So, uh, did you do NCAA too, or what?
2: Yeah, so I played for Nescak, right? And okay. when I was in college, I was playing for my school at a college level, and I was also playing professionally on my own as an individual in the name of Egypt. So I was playing with two okay. completely different things like a national player, kind of thing, international player. So I was okay. competing globally. You know, and I was—it was really hard balancing my school and my team and my professional career at the same time. You know, I was doing okay. everything at the same time.
0: We're sorry, Be, being someone that's oblivious about squash, and I'm learning right now. What, what, what is what's NASCAX standing for?
2: NASCAX is the league for colleges in, in America. Okay, okay, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. noted, noted. Sorry about noted.
1: that. No, you <laughs> know, no, yeah. no, it's not no, NASCAR. Card. NASCAR yeah. <laughs> like yeah, you asked me a hot dog and a beer, huh? Yeah, yeah. we're gonna go to <laughs>
2: Yeah, okay, so, um, yeah so um so finish, finished finished college right okay. and that was like now i'm gonna play professionally like no one can say anything to me my parents are not gonna say go finish your, go get your master's go get your phd like i'm done i'm playing i professionally. got what
0: i was supposed to get now <laughs> i'm gonna done. do what i want to do exactly
2: mm. oh Bro, hey, mommy you know what i just did like two majors
1: and two minors and one triple whatever is that enough saying. yeah it's <laughs> time <tough. laughs> and then with the kevin art kevin art voice
2: your mom and dad said no, <laughs> no. Go get your PhD. She's
1: not you're ready ready, We still need a
0: PhD. Yeah. So hold on. That, that's
1: impressive. It is. Yeah.
0: It's, 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 it's inspiring and impressive. Yeah.
2: yeah. So my wow. biggest achievements at that time, when I graduated college, I was I was ranked within the top twenty uh, women in the world, and also okay. I was number one in America. So this How old was were like you at the time? twenty-two. Twenty-two. You're yeah. number one in states. Mm-hmm. Holy cow, but just so you know number one in the States is not as powerful as number one in Egypt, for example So I was number one in America, but number five or six or even seven in Egypt because because the the first six Women in Egypt are better are literally top ten players. So you're saying
1: athletes in the States are
2: squash female players. Yes They're trash (laughs) oh somebody hey, trash
0: talking, you know, baby. There, there, there was a time when a lot of athletes from the states were number one everywhere even in basketball that's very true but right now internationally you have good teams that can oh, yeah easily take game, out that team. Up. there you go you
1: know i mean even for a lot of sports tennis and all that stuff <clears> oh, I'm a second. On. really huh? okay <sighs> did you ever think of like hey you know what i'm good at playing squash similar racket i'm gonna transition to tennis because tennis has like more publicity it has more money and all that things
2: it doesn't really work like that because even though they're both racket sports yeah. they're insanely different in every way technique fitness wise like it would be starting a sport from scratch you know it's not because i'm good at squash i would be good at tennis no, no, like, not necessarily like, but like
1: what i'm saying is like, like when you were in college did you ever think of that
2: not really. I I was always, you know, squash has always been my passion, Number and I've one. always been really good at it. So I never, I never really thought of uh, switching to anything. You but yeah. So anyway, uh, finished college. Played professionally for two years, only professionally. Was doing nothing uh, else.
1: Based in the states. Based right?
2: in America, yeah. Wow. And I was sponsored by you know the coolest sponsors ever, Sunny D, the juice. You know the juice, like Sunny the, D, Sunny D, yo, Sunny, Sunny, Sunny D, D. Woo! what
1: up, Sunny D? Come on, baby, let's join I have not, Bring those juice back here now. I have
0: not heard that name in such a long time. I know
2: it's it's really funny. It's my favorite sponsor. Like really, it was it was really fun. Hey,
1: Sunny D. You know what? We're waiting for you. Send oh, us what? some juice. I want to taste your <laughs> juice. You know, I gotta get the juice of my system. You know what I'm
0: saying? I Why are you laughing? It. <laughs> yeah, I, I always translate stuff differently. So yeah. No, seriously. No,
2: oh yeah. Sunny, Sunny D.
0: Sunny no. D gonna join the hype,
2: right? Join okay. the hype, baby. So right, everything is. Moving perfectly in, in the direction of my dream, right? right. I'm, I'm going to be, I'm 24th in the world. I'm playing full-time professionally. You're I have aiming
0: for number
2: one. I'm aiming for number one. I have all these sponsors. You know, I have my resources, my coaches. I have people who are supporting me, my family supporting me. You got a fan okay. Everything out. is going like awesome. up the stars, right? Yeah. And then I woke up one day, back injury. Could not even walk.
1: Oh my God. Like
2: nothing. Like, How did you get it? It's uh, I've been injured for like before before it got really bad. I was it's been a pro- an ongoing problem for like six or seven years. Okay, uh, like and a hernia or something? It's like in in my lower back.
1: Like fractures?
2: It's not a fracture. The bones are just um uh, uh, like it's not dislocated. Oh wow, yeah, and okay, the and the bottom. So and I think I was putting so much pressure on myself. Like at that time, I was re- like I was eating, breathing, sleeping squash. It was insane, you know. Yeah. Like I had. F- four training sessions a day oh, yeah. Yeah. i was sleeping like i was sleeping because i know i'm going to wake up to go to training right. and in my free time i would like watch squash it was insane like i had no life whatsoever you like the, li- the life
0: of athletes like is different yeah. that's yeah. why they, they they build their bodies you know? so they can yeah. sustain and yeah. handle such uh, you know, such injuries just but... to
1: just to add to both of your statements um i know that in the nba like lebron james he spends like close to like 2 million dollars per year Taking care of his body, nutrition to yoga to massage and having. Did, didn't, didn't
0: he get that from what's his name, Connor Conor McGregor said Conor the same. McGregor. Was it the, the other way around?
1: <laughs> I don't know, man. But it's insane. Just think. Yeah, about it. It,
2: it it is pretty insane. Two million or one point five million dollars yeah. just
1: for your body. What are you trying to be like, a robot or
0: something? <laughs> no, uh, see, uh, I had a back injury. That's the reason why I started losing weight. And uh, I don't know the the the, the last disc. What happens is as you grow older, you what's this thing between the two discs? What do you call them?
2: No. Um, any other. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> so
0: as you grow older, yeah. your, your your backbone supports your whole body. Yeah. So when you sit down, when you walk, your discs start, start touching each other slowly, right. slowly and slowly. It's getting whatever. thinner or something? Yes, it gets, it gets thinner right. and then the two bones start touching each other. Oh, so when they start touching each other, that's when uh, they start playing with your nerves. So that's what happened to me. Mm. I woke okay up now? just like I'm okay now. So what happened was I went to the mosque mm. on a Friday, and as I was going down to pray, I couldn't get up. Mm. And my wow. sons were looking at me like, "Damn, what happened? you know." I'm like, "Damn, we're finishing up,"
1: <laughs>
0: and they left me there for a <gasps> second. Like you can go back. On your own. But yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't walk. Yeah, I couldn't even stand. Get out of bed. I went to the doctor and the doctor said, what do you call it? But go ahead. Sorry, sorry. I'm going yeah, so to- it was
2: basically like, I don't even know how to describe it because it was like, it was probably it was, the most saddest. It was like breaking up with someone you've been married to for like for years. 20 years. It's yeah. insane. Like, this is my purpose in life. I know I was born to be a squash player. I'm naturally talented at it. And, you know, I've dedicated my whole life to it. Yeah. And my whole path was going in, 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 the, right in direction. the right direction. This is, yeah. I know, like growing up, I'm going to be number one. I'm going to be number one. That's all I ever thought of. Yeah. Plan B was never in the equation. Right. So it's like waking up one day. And that was taken away from me. And this is when I really hit my lowest point in my life. You know, I I really that you know, remember that deep hole that I was talking to you about yeah. in the beginning? I really, I really, really, really want it's like grieving. Literally. It's like someone I died. Can, I can
0: imagine. Um, that's
2: that's true. Have you ever
0: what? What's the, serious serious talk here? I'm like, like I'm like what? it's
1: like oh, someone died geez. and yeah. he's like bursting laughing. <laughs> no. That's like someone falling me. down and you look no. at him like, ha hey, <laughs> <asked."> ha <laughs> she paused. I was about to ask, have you ever been into a deep hole?
0: <laughs> I've been in a lot of defaults, but it's all
2: about her today. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay sorry okay no really. no, I no, no 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 don't worry no, she was laughing too so i was like
2: "Have you ever
1: been to a deep hole or something
0: <laughs> I, I, I was there two years ago but yeah. i got out of it i you think it to, happens
2: to everyone honestly exactly. I, to, uh, to different extremes but
0: everybody reaches a point in their life where where it's, it's either you go forward or you just get caught up caught up so in that true. in that depression. Yes. Yes. And once you get caught up, up, you can't get out of it. Yeah. yeah. So it's either you brush it off and just yeah. walk, walk yeah. through whatever's going to come your way, it's going to come your way you're still tearing up. Yeah, I'm but tearing yeah. up from laughter. Okay. So this is
1: this is this is nice, you know. Yeah. So, so part we, of what he was saying is that um it was the most painful part of your life. Because imagine your dream, you knew that this is what I want. I've trained for this my whole right. life i traveled alone blood sweat tears and you invested
0: else. everything into that everything
1: and then one day you had that one how do you rebound from it how did you like stand back up again and say you know what i'm,
0: I'm gonna, gonna go I'm gonna walk
1: away and i'm gonna go to another career or something yeah, like that yeah. how did that feel
2: so honestly it was by far the hardest thing i had i've ever gone through right. and i really do and i think it made me so much stronger right but how i really went through it how I really like came out of it is and this is something I would give uh, as an advice to anyone I literally woke up one day I'm I really like to take risks and I woke up one day I was in Egypt at the time you know after I got injured in America there was no reason for me to stay there so I moved back home and I was there for a couple of months and I was just mentally I just kept getting worse and worse and worse and I literally woke up one day two and a half years ago don't ask me why or what was my motivation or when, or wh- I cannot answer. But I just packed my bags and moved to Dubai. Didn't know anyone here. Didn't have a place to stay. Didn't have a job. Didn't even know if I could work because my whole life was about professional what? professional squash. I've never yeah. even thought the the, the the things that I've studied in college, college was not for a job. It was just because I like these subjects, but I never thought I, was, I would ever use them in my career, you know?
1: So so when you landed in Dubai, you said you didn't know anybody and all that Not stuff. anywhere. Where
2: did you live? So... It was like, uh, you know, I had four jobs. I was living on my friend's couch. Uh, I was doing, it was like, I was trying to find myself at the time. I I was working in marketing and in sales, I was I was teaching French and I was but coaching you eventually squash. But
1: you had some friends, right? So yeah, of course. In?
2: When I came, I realized I knew so many people here and oh, I have okay. actually family here and like, oh, okay. everything turned out to be great. Okay. But how it happened is that I really hustled my way through from nothing. So, you know, I had- <laughs> Certified. So I had, um, you know, four you gotta, jobs, but I was really that. lost in the beginning. I yeah. was really lost because it wasn't my passion. I'm like, I don't want to work in sales. I don't want to work in marketing. I don't want to sit on a freaking desk, for yeah, God's sake. Right. I'm an athlete.
1: You're an athlete. Yeah. And we've been talking about this. Like, for me, I think, aside from passion and what you want, I think athletes have the best profession in the world. Yeah. Because yeah. all you do is just, you eat, sleep, train, take care of your body, mentally focused, you play the game and get
2: paid. But it's so rewarding you yeah. know like when you work you don't get the same reward
0: and the best thing is you're doing something that you love
2: yeah so passionate about yeah. Yeah. so four
1: jobs four jobs completely sales,
2: yeah whatnot. things that i don't Didn't even understand nothing nothing absolutely nothing and then i started saying telling myself okay you really gotta put all of your skills and all of your passion yeah. and you need to discover your other side, okay, okay. I know squash is hard and it's tough on you, but you can still compete locally. Like I compete in Dubai all the time. I'm coaching, so it's always going to be a part of me. Squash is always. Yeah. Gonna oh, you can part still of me.
1: play now?
2: I play all the time. I play every day. Like oh. I have squash courts in my building right now. Wow. So it's it's still a huge part of me, you know. Um, but I just decided to really explore myself and discover my character on a much deeper level. Right. And really understand who am I beyond squash. Yeah. And this really helped me because let's say. Okay, let's take a step back and say i continued my journey of squash my dream journey until right. i was 30. okay, okay. P- women usually retire when they're 30 31 at that age let's say i'm 31 and i'm number one in the world and i retire what's what next? next for me the only thing that's going to be next for me is squash i can either open an academy or yeah. coach okay. but i can't it's it's going to be too late for them like at to that time to something explore else. something else so I started to think everything in a more positive way, and really push myself to be successful in other things. Yeah, I like that. And, awesome. and use use everything that squash has taught me, and uh, apply it to life. Apply it to other things. How did
1: you get yeah. into the events industry, by the way?
2: So it started with emceeing, you know. And this is I I, I really want to say I really want to say this story. Can I say it? Please go ahead. Really fun, really okay, so, fun. So fun fact, fun <laughs> fact, <laughs> fun fact. I message this guy, okay. two and a half years ago on LinkedIn. Yeah.
1: Oh, I replied.
2: You did reply. Oh, you did? I replied. I okay. replied. I don't ignore people, by the way. He did. And I, I remember exactly what he said. Kenzie, you have a decorated CV. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I sent paragraphs and paragraphs and paragraphs and paragraphs. Well, hey, I replied. That was his <laughs> only response. I was like, OK, are you going to help?
1: <laughs> because I got to look back at that again, because I think at the time, I was so busy. Yeah. When I, when I looked, I was like, wow, this leaves something. Is this champion? No, look- Oh, you were explaining me to say something else, huh? <laughs> <laughs> ah, holy cow, you know? I mean, this lady is great. And I was like, what happened? That, initially, that's what I was thinking. What happened to her? And then now I know she got injured and all that stuff. Yeah, it must yeah. be like life-shattering. But now, look, here she is. She hosts events. She's an organizer, too. You know, project manager and all that stuff.
2: So I have my own company. So, yeah, so let's, yeah, uh, yeah so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so you were MC
1: too. And then, yeah. Have-
2: so I, I started with MC because ever since I was young, every time I would win a match in squash, we have to make a speech in front of everyone, you know, right. and, and you have to hold the trophy and you have to be always in the spotlight. Right. There's so much media, you always get interviews. So I grew up with so much media around me and I got really comfortable in front of the camera and yeah. in front of Mike, you know, um, Throughout all my years, so I was like, you know what? I really love yeah. public speaking, and I have no stage fright whatsoever. Yeah. So I'm gonna be an MC.
0: Like, <laughs> It's a hard yeah. thing, public speaking. Yeah. Some, someone tried to get me to be an MC in Ras Al MCs are the best. Yeah. And,
2: and the, the
0: thing basement. is, you know, there, there were, you're MCing in front of a bunch of Arabs. I was like, oh, I'm gonna do it. It's easy. I got on stage and I, I got, I had stage fright. <laughs> Abdullah, come, <laughs> you know, this is hard, Yeah, salute,
2: yeah. Salute, salute. I, I, I had mc before but I, I've never mc as a profession and okay. this is I was like you know what this is I'm passionate about it. I'm gonna do it and i eventually led to events and I discovered my passion for events because in events you you don't work nine to five you yeah. know you're not working for a corporate environment <laughs> <you> <laughs> social distancing you're really using your you know your character your personality you have to be quick on your feet it's just like all the all the characteristics and skills that you need i feel like i had them already and then you were so, doing them.
0: there's a certain discipline when you when you're an events manager that you need to you need to really follow it and if you don't have it then you you, you don't succeed at all yeah, in yeah. and, right. and you already had that being an athlete
2: yeah exactly right.
1: plus all the pressure and all of that stuff because you know what you can't like work for a long time in the events business if you're like, you know, weak minded. If you're not exactly
2: so true, stuff. yeah, yeah. So I, you know, I, I was so like, okay, going to I'm advance. gonna be an MC and I'm currently um certified by Guinness World Records. Well, for sure. MC, yeah, MC ing. what? I'm like their official MC. Oh. So I for them, yeah. Hey! yeah! Okay, you know what? Cheers for that. Yeah. hyperdogs no, in no, the that's, hype. no, that's, hype. <laughs> no,
0: that's hype. No, that's
1: hype. <laughs> that's hype. Oh, no, coffee. What <laughs> am mm. so I doing? So you host events now, you organize too, and then you told me that you opened your company. Let's talk about a little bit better.
2: So during lockdown, uh, like I said, I had my dream job. That went away. And then I, I'm i the type of person who cannot stay at home and do nothing. Right. right. So working out every day and taking care of my super cute pug. pug. By the, His name is Cheddar, by the pug way. Just saying. Ooh. Cheddar, Cheddar. If she
1: ain't MCing, she pugging. <laughs>
2: So yeah, and uh, (laughs) I wanted to uh, I wanted to really make the most out of my time. I knew that the lockdown was going to be for at least three to four months. Yeah, and I wanted to put my passion and my time into something. And I I I just had an idea one day that things online are still working out. Things online are still getting money, right? So why not open a digital marketing agency? But since I don't have the proper experience to to be you know the CEO of a digital marketing company I made it very specific in a field that I'm very familiar with which is Influencer Digital Marketing Agency So I'm very well connected with brands, and I'm very well connected with influencers because you know I have a lot of friends who are influencers. I
0: wish I wish I would have known her a few months ago because I had (laughs) such a hard time connecting an influencer with a brand.
2: Oh my god! Yeah, that's that's what we do. That's what we do. So I was like, well, I have all the connections already. Like I'm just gonna connect them. And you wanna. You want to take the hassle away from the brand because right. dealing with influencers is probably one of the hardest things to do. Yeah.
1: Cause, so, you know, you get different kinds of personnel.
2: Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, I only day. drink
0: my coffee in yeah. ceramic cups. It has yeah. to be. Oh, yeah. If bought only you know. From, yeah. Uh,
1: yeah can you can you drink his juice and then the manager's no it's not sunny day no <laughs> no you get all kinds of personalities yeah so, yeah yeah you got a company now such a young age you know all those struggles you had in the past shattered dreams but now you're standing up back on your feet and all that stuff what is next for you
2: so what is next i'm really really looking forward to you know for things to open back up um, right. hopefully I really want to get, uh, to a certain point in my events career where I'm an expert. So right now I'm still learning obviously. And the reason why I freelance in the events industry is because I think I'm learning at a much faster pace. Okay. I'm, you know, okay. an operations manager in an event and then logistics coordinator in an event and then a stage manager in another, it's like you do so many different roles with so many different entities and every project is different so i really want to grow my career in the events industry definitely sure. i i really think this is you know my my second passion you're, you're after sports yeah
0: I, I love it I love and it. the
2: other thing is i'm very well um I, i'm very very highly um involved in the fitness industry fitness industry and fitness scene and bye in general you know i was uh, one of the influencers for dubai fitness challenge i'm sponsored by a lot of uh, uh athletic companies uh, locally so i really want to keep my influence in the in the uae but not just to you know not just to take this uh, racket and tell people how oh, buy this racket but to actually motivate and inspire people to be more active and to actually you know get out there and yeah. become a no, better you, shape
0: you, you want to make a difference you wanna exactly make, you, wanna, you want exactly. your name to be remembered and exactly. associated somewhere so, yeah.
1: oh what a- <laughs> What is wrong? Wow. wow, it's wow. Fine. Well, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget, Kansas Racket, affordable, makes you fit right <laughs> here, right now. Okay, so you do all this kind of stuff. We're super proud of you. And uh you know we're like big brothers right here, you know what I'm saying? So if she needs help, we could always link up and do some whatever.
2: Hundred percent.
1: What is your advice, just a quick before we wrap up? We wrap it up to, you know, younger ladies out there or even, you know, guys.
2: I think the that, uh, the Sorry, sorry, I didn't mean, but I think uh, for me, like this is based on my personal experience is yeah. that when you have, you know, we've talked a little bit about this, but when you have dreams and when you have a vision for something and that just doesn't happen for whatever reason,
1: yeah,
2: it's okay for you to say, okay, I'm not going to do this, but take in a different direction and put in just as much energy and passion and love into something else, yeah. because this will happen to you. It happens to everyone. Uh, you don't always, your life doesn't always go the way that you planned. So definitely my biggest advice would be to just, you know, dream big and reach your dreams. And if that doesn't work out for you, for whatever reason, get another dream. Like, you know, follow something else. Dreaming is
1: free, like what they say. Exactly. Like what you said earlier about the events industry. You know, all of us, like we're veterans of the game or whatever, but we're still students of the game. Right. You know, Keep learning every single day. You can't say, oh yeah, you know what? I've been in the events industry for like 25 years. I'm an expert. No, everybody learns something even bits piece and pieces every day. Exactly.
0: I, I don't sell myself as a CEO of my company. Mm. I don't sell myself as a, ma- a general manager of my company. Every time they ask me, what, you, what do you do in this company? I say, hey, I'm a business developer manager mm. or yeah. I'm an operations manager, or I'm a project manager. Mm. Right. Just because every company that you go to, whether it's small or big, they have certain processes and certain um, ways of work that they follow. Like if you work with the Germans, they work in a Australia you work with right. the Italians, they work in a certain way. If you work with the British, they work in a certain way. And it's awesome to see them work differently mm. and taking those experiences, as you said, and learning from it and building right. yourself up to it. It's, it's amazing. You can just go up and that's, you can reach that point where you can say, okay, now I'm an
1: expert. The only way is up. I mean- I'm a specialist. This, this young lady is just impressive. The mindset, the goals and everything, you know, so we'd love to see her grow. You know from definitely that, from that linkedin oh your profile is amazing <laughs> to like did one day say, uh, to one day i want to send a profile. message you know what i'm super proud of you like a ceo now so many companies and all that <laughs> And just you know a lot of i'm sure a lot of people watching now are saying oh if she did it then i can do it i can do it, can do it too and that's what anyone important. can do
2: it and and, and so many. yeah my, my story is just for reference but you can this applies to anything you know you can be an artist and all of a sudden you just wake up and you don't want to be an no. artist anymore yeah, i like what she said
1: my story's for reference so next time i'm gonna send a mail to a friend i'm like yo you want to be motivated here please watch for your reference <laughs> <laughs> but hey um what is your instagram okay you want to promote yourself and what sure sure
2: um so i'm not i'm not uh, an influencer this is really important for me to say because when people look at my account and they see you know i have a, a a good amount of followers, they're like, oh, she's an influencer. I'm not, okay? Well, you I'm, are. I I'm mean, not. For, for me, she's an influencer. I'm not. Right? I'm. Can I just say my opinion on this? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Another okay, talk, dog?
2: <laughs> so, I really believe in authenticity and representing brands that I've personally tried before and who are actually making a difference in my life. So, I, I would never get paid to do an ad about a shampoo or a mug or, you know, a table. Like, this doesn't mean, this doesn't make any sense. You know, if you watch influencers' uh, stories these days, it's like Rexona, and then you go down and it's like shawarma, (laughs) and then you go down and it's like, it's every single story is an ad. And people are just getting sick of it. The value
0: of of representing something and keeping it real is
2: down. Exactly, it's it's disappearing and it's not working as well right now, so. I'm not that kind of person and everything I want I promote is, is something that I truly believe in, you know, and I, I turn a lot of things down because I really want the products or, you know, whatever, the clothes or supplements, whatever it is that I'm promoting. It's something that I fit, like, actually believe in and I right. want people right. to use it because it works. Do right. you believe in this? 100%. Join the hype. Hey! Join the hype. Hey! Uh, well, so, hold on. Yeah, so, what what my Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so, it's, Kenzie, K-A-N-Z-Y, D-A-F. So, D-A-F is shortened for my last name, Dafrowi. Um, All right. And the reason why I was saying I'm not an influencer is because I respond to everyone. So, uh, if anyone sends me a DM on Instagram, I respond. You know, except uh, you know, except for the few cases where it's like, can I be your slave? Oh, and yeah, I'm like, yeah. no, you cannot. <laughs>
0: my number is 971 <laughs> <9-7-1-5-5-5-4-4-4-4-4. laughs> 555 Call me.
1: <laughs> but, hey, thank you. We appreciate your time. Thanks thank for you very coming. much. We awesome. the best. It's been a great episode. It and once again, been. don't forget, Kenzie, All their <laughs> forever rack. It's available online. Yo, thank Peace. you for joining. It's been a great episode. We'll see you guys next time. Peace. <laughs>